Well, welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded, and I'm your host, Irv Risch. Well, as we've been moving on in our study in the book of Acts, we find ourselves now in uh, chapter 14, lesson 14 uh, of the book of Acts, and uh, to start our reading of our text, we're going to be looking at Paul and Barnabas at Icium and uh, with that said, let us just uh, do the reading of our text, and then we'll go into our study. Chapter 14 Now at Iconium they entered together into the Jewish synagogue and spoke in such a way that a great number of both Jews and Greeks believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So they remained for a long time, speaking boldly for the Lord, who bore witness to the word of His grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the people of the city were divided. Some sided with the Jews, and some with the apostles. When an attempt was made by both Gentiles and Jews, with their rulers, to mistreat them and to stone them, they learned of it and fled to Lystra and Derbe, cities of Lycaonia and to the surrounding country and there they continued to preach the gospel. Now at Lystra there was a man sitting who could not use his feet. He was crippled from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul speaking, and Paul, looking intently at him and seeing that he had faith to be made well, said in a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And he sprang up and began walking. And when the crowd saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying in Lycaonian, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. And the priest of Zeus, whose temple was at the entrance to the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates, and wanted to offer sacrifice with the crowds. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their garments and rushed out into the crowd, crying out, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men of like nature with you, and we bring you good news that you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. In past generations he allowed all the nations to walk in their own ways, yet he did not leave himself without witness, for he did good by giving you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with food and gladness. Even with these words they scarcely restrained the people from offering sacrifice to them. But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. But when the disciples gathered about him, he rose up and entered the city, and on the next day he went on with Barnabas to Derbe. When they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, and saying that through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom of God. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Then they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Adaliah, and from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. 
And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And they remained no little time with the disciples. Well, we come to our study in the scriptures now. I, I just want to say that uh, I've really been having some computer issues lately. Uh, my computer crashed on me twice already today. and I think it's just overheating from trying to render uh, video files. But, uh, yeah, I kind of had to start a couple lessons over because of the fact that uh, my computer just crashed on me. Well, that's my problem, not yours. Well, let's look at uh, chapter 14 now that we read through the scripture. And uh, we see that Paul and Barnabas, as in the last chapter, had mentioned that they were going to go to Achaeum. And now we have them at Achaeum. And uh, they entered uh, together uh, into the Jews' synagogue again and spoke uh, such a way that a great number of both Jews and Greeks believed them so they every place they go they seem to have uh pretty good success in preaching the uh the gospel and uh uh even though the jews are stopping them uh they're actually forcing them out of one town into another so they got to keep moving and it's almost like uh they're furthering the gospel and not hampering the gospel like they believe they are. So now we find them preaching again, and both Jews and Greeks are believing. And so, you know, they remained there a long time this time, it says, and speaking boldly for the Lord, uh, who uh, bore witness to the words of grace and uh, granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. So uh, again, the gospel is really flourishing because of all these signs and wonders that they're doing. They're healing people, and Paul even raised the dead, and he's going to do more of that later on. But uh, the people of the city were divided. Some cited with the Jews and some with the apostles. So, you know, anytime you preach the gospel, the true, pure word of God, you're going to have two camps. You're going to have believers and non-believers. And non-believers are going to try to stop the believers from furthering the gospel. And this has been the same way throughout centuries and centuries. I mean, I've heard stories of people that have tried to stop the, the gospel and they end up uh, uh, actually financing the gospel. Uh, I know there was a king who was trying to eliminate the word of God, so uh, every Bible that was being printed, uh, he would buy them up and destroy them. Well, uh, the fellow that was printing the Bibles was selling the Bibles to the king so he could destroy some, and he would take the money so he could make more and and more than what he had destroyed. So it was a it was a win win situation, uh, you know. And, and it, it's just stories like this that really amaze me. That uh, uh, when you try to stop the gospel, all you're going to do is further the gospel. Well, it says here, when an attempt was made uh, by both the, the Gentiles and the Jews uh, with their uh, rulers to mistreat them and to stone them, they learned of it and fled to Lista and, and Deborah, uh, cities of uh, uh, Lycia. 
and uh, the surrounding countries. And they uh, continued preaching the gospel. So they were just pushing them right out and they kept right on a preaching. Now, Paul and Barnabas at uh, Lystra. Now at Lystra, there was a um, man sitting who could not use his feet. In other words, he was crippled from birth and had never walked, never. And listening to Paul speak, Paul looked intensely at him and seeing that his faith was made, uh, he had enough faith to make him well. So he said with a loud voice, stand up on your feet. And he sprung up and began walking. And when the crowd saw it, Paul had done, they lifted up their voice saying in uh, Lisconian, that was their language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Well, they were thinking wrong because they, they weren't looking at the God and the Lord Jesus Christ as Paul was preaching them. But Barnabas they called Zeus and Paul they called Hermans yeah, because they were chief speakers. And the priest of uh, Zeus, uh, whose temple was at the entrance of the city, uh, brought oxen and garlands and gates. And, you know, they wanted to uh, lavish uh, Paul and Barnabas and... Uh, and well, they didn't want to do this. So what did they say? Men, what are you doing these things? We also are men. They tried to show them that they were just made like, like uh, natural with you. You know, in other words, they were the same as they were. And they were bringing you good news. And you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that are in them. Uh, in past generations, he allowed all the nations to walk on their, in their own ways, yet he did not leave himself without witness. For he did good by giving them rain from heaven and fruits and seasons uh, and good foods. You know, I was just outside just a little while ago, and I had to water my garden. We didn't get much rain this week, and... Uh, Boy, my tomatoes are doing good. They, I've got tomatoes on the vines. I've got peppers on my plants. My wife's flower garden is doing wonderful. And this is what it's talking about. God gave us a witness. He takes care of us. You know, have you ever gone through a famine, lived in a desert? And you'll see that all the blessings that God showers down on us, they're from heaven. And these are witnesses in themselves. Now, Paul stoned at Lystra. And, you know, I, I want to just share this with you. When we went through <clears throat> the Corinthians, we actually read about where Paul said, I know a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I could not tell. He was caught up to the third heaven. I believe this is what happened at this point in the book of Acts. They took him out and they stoned him uh, at the you know entrance of the city. And uh, they left him for dead. They really did. And that's what the scripture is telling us. Uh, you know, I really believe that uh, Paul died and he went to heaven. And he's seen things. But then God wasn't done yet, so he brought him back. And he got up and he went right back in and he started preaching again. Uh, you know, these things happen in the Bible for us to recognize what's going on. Now we come to the end of this chapter where it says, and then they passed through uh, uh, Pisdata and uh, 
Pathfalia. I got, you know, these were, these cities' names I can't pronounce. I just, I guess at them. Uh, and my guess is as good as yours, I guess. Well, any Pergos, uh, they spoke the word in Pergos. That was the language, I guess. And went down to Athelis. Uh, and from there, they sailed to Antioch. So that one I can pronounce, Antioch. Anyway, they were commended uh, to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened the doors of faith to the Gentiles, and they remained no little time with the disciples. So in other words, they were there for a while. I just want you to know that there was a lot of places in the world in the start of the church that didn't know the gospel. So these men had to be sent to all these points uh, uh, all over the known world then to preach the gospel. And when we come to the end times before the Lord returns, it says, and the gospel will go forth again to all nations. And that's happening right now. There's organizations that are translating the word of God, not only into the languages, but they're they're doing it by audio and over the internet. And and so the word of God is really going out and uh, the Lord is going to return soon. So, well, with that said, I guess we're going to end our podcast like we normally do. And uh, so let's just uh, end our study here and uh, we'll end our, our, uh, our podcast like we normally do. Well, like we usually do, let us end our podcast with God is out here, and you can find him in your Bible. All you have to do is just open your Bible, and you'll find him. Well, with that said, I'm just going to leave you. Have a great day. Lord bless. Till we meet again. Bye for now.